Streaming now on ExtremeSports.com and on the Extreme Sports app. Extreme Sports and the Hastings Tribune presents the Tribbling Tailgate Talk Show with your hosts Mike, Marcus, Will, and Nick. And hi again, everybody. Welcome to the Tribune Tailgate Talk Show. We are on the road here this week. We're in Minden as uh, we kind of celebrate the 2023 Class C-1 State Volleyball Champions, the Minden Whippets. And we'll be talking uh, with the coaches and the uh, players coming up in just a few minutes. Yeah, you can, you can applaud that if you want. We're uh, in the Commons area at the Minden High School here tonight. Mike Will from Extreme Sports. We've got uh, Will Reynolds from the Hastings Tribune. Nick Blasnick from the uh, Trib. And Marcus Metcalf uh, from the uh, Trib as well. Guys, uh, good to see you again. And uh, welcome to, uh, to Amendida. Yeah, uh, this is one of, my, one of my favorite towns in Tribland. Uh, not, not just saying that because we're here, but I do love, I lo- I love Minden. I love the Christmas city. Um, had some good times here, and uh, yeah, it's good to be back and celebrate a championship tonight. I notice you always pander to the crowd and then get me in trouble by telling, oh, you picked against Minden that week and stuff like that. But uh, I do enjoy being here. It's great to be here. We're really excited to talk to some champions, and uh, they're fresh off a parade, hopefully warming up a little bit. But uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. Say, so I've had a, you know, good time here in the last year or so, especially this new high school you guys have built and seen a few basketball games. It's really nice facility you guys got and and you guys were you know really privileged to bring home a state championship this year so you guys be gonna be pretty proud of yourselves don't, don't be afraid to like boo us or clap or whatever you want to do you, you can interact it's not a class you don't have to sit quiet you know we're we're just out here you know yeah we don't know stuff. anything so anyway. we, we don't know anything definitely not so. again uh, we're in Minden tonight we're sitting in the uh, commons area and again they they had a parade for the uh, class c1 state champions uh, around the square and now they're nice enough to uh, join us uh here uh, back at school as uh, we talk to the players and, and talk with the coaches here coming up. Guys, it's, it's been a busy week, and it's going to be a busy week. We've had uh, state volleyball uh, last week. Now we get into the uh, state football semifinals coming up on the Friday night. We still have a couple of local teams uh, going in particular and some very interesting games uh, coming up this weekend. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we had a couple of upsets. We had some teams going against tough opponents, uh, knocking them off, Sandy Creek, Handing Cross County their first loss. We have Wilcox Hildreth knocked off Pawnee City. Fillmore Central remains unbeaten, and they got a tough task with Norfolk, Norfolk Catholic coming up. And then, of course, EMF and Crofton. That one's going to be so fun. But we're going to talk about those a little later, and it's, it's going to be a good time. So, uh, again, the uh, state semifinals uh, taking place on the Friday. And, again, uh, locally, uh, Sandy Creek uh, playing Stanton. Stanton is the uh, uh, top-seeded team in Class D1. We'll be talking about that coming up. be talking about that Wilcox-Hildreth ball game with SEM. That's a rematch from a regular season game. So that is all uh, coming up. 
Uh, let's talk about uh, some of the best things that, that we saw during the past week. I, uh, I had the uh, Waverly-Hastings high game on a Friday night. Uh, a matchup between two teams that were on opposite ends of the scale. Waverly was really, really good. Hastings High uh, played well for a while, but you could just tell uh, Hastings High was not uh, to the level of Waverly. Waverly might have a good chance of winning in Class B, but Hastings High had a good season. I didn't see anything good, guys. Uh, this is the segment we talk about uh, what we saw good on Friday night. I didn't see anything good because uh, Waverly handled Hastings High pretty easily. I would say I had the luxury of sitting on my couch last Friday night to watch two high school football games on YouTube and EMF technology, technology which is nice. The EMF North Platte St. Pat's game, um, Brecken Schluter just um, does, you know, do what he does. And he ran for 286 yards, seven total touchdowns last week in their upset win over North Platte St. Pat's. Um, pretty impressive, none to say the least. You know, he's had 6,000, I believe 6,000 yards this year. And Will and I were talking about earlier today and, there's a chance this, this kid can clip maybe the 7,000-yard mark with a big big game Friday night. So I guess we'll see with when it comes uh, Friday night. Nick, you yeah. were you covered the uh, Sandy Creek game. I know it's uh, Cross County. Another big performance out of the, the quarterback for Sandy Creek. Actually, I covered Fillmore Central. But uh, I did get to see an unbeaten Fillmore Central team in a spot they haven't been in all year. They got down early two scores to Malcolm. And it was just really – intriguing to see how they were going to respond and I mean they did very well they punched right back and uh, I scored 20 straight points and they ended up winning and advancing to their first semifinal since 2001 and so I, it was a really fun time but uh, it's hard to see anything better than what Will got to see down in Lincoln. Yes uh, well I was going to stay stick on the football Sorry. beat for a second I did see Adam Central lose to Ashland Greenwood you know that's okay we don't have to talk about that we are here tonight for the Minden Whippets Power of the purple, or the purple pants for all of you. So yeah, you're, uh, you're the only one that got the memo. I see. Uh, you I don't know if you guys have purple pants, but I do. Uh, the, uh, the rest of us are in black, and uh, you're the only one that shows up in uh, purple. That's very nice. Again, you're catering to the crowd. I see. Of course, yeah. I had to had to show out for for one of my favorite schools here, and yeah. So Minden Minden obviously won the C1 state championship. They beat Carney Catholic. There you go. Had some other big wins in there. They got Gothenburg. And of course, they, they opened up with a with a big victory over GICC. All right, here, it's a here tough we road. Go. Here we go, gang. This is the first state championship for a Minden. They they tell me since what 1980. Hell, that's a long time ago. I wasn't. 19, I was not alive. I was definitely not alive. All right, here you go. Who was uh, in 1980? Who did Minden beat to to win the the state championship? I just looked at this. Uh, Columbus Lakeview. You got it. Yes, you got it. Nice. Columbus Lakeview. They only played. Uh, but best of three sets back then. Free rally they, they lost uh, 10 to 15. Then they won 16, 14, 15, 13 back in 1980 to beat uh, Columbus Lakeview. Who else did they play in uh, 1980 to win uh, the state championship back then? I'm, I'm, I'm you, not going to cheat. No, you guys don't know. Uh, <laughs> first round, they beat uh, Grand Island Northwest. Second round, they beat Alliance. And then he beats uh, Columbus Lakeview for the uh, championship. So uh, you did it again in uh, 2023. Good job. And we're going to be talking. Uh, you want to talk to some of these players? Let's get yeah, them well, up let's here. Get, let's get Coach Julie Racka up here. By the way, we, we're, we round got, of applause. Yeah, we, we've got the uh, we've got the trophy. We've got the trophy up here as well. So, all right. 
Julia, are sit we, down and uh, talk about this. Yeah, we'll get to that. Are we pseudo champions with the with the trophy up here? Do we get a part of that? I I, I just wanted it for pictures. Oh, okay. I, I've oh. never had my uh, picture. I never taken. won anything in my life. No, so. I, I, I've never had my picture. You guys taken. do. You guys do such a good job covering us. You <laughs> yeah. have a little part of that. Right. I wrote a call about that once. Yeah, you guys make it easy. So, oh, thank you. All right, talk about the championship. Is it kind of worn off yet? Uh, you come down from the hill yet? Uh, not yet. <laughs> Maybe tomorrow. Uh, we've well, done you, a lot of things. Like, yeah, it's been a lot. Yeah, you you had to parade earlier. That that was kind of nice. And now uh, we're here, so maybe you can start to come down off That's of right. the, the hill, so to speak. That's right. Uh, yesterday we went to East Elementary, and we took. I think these girls took picture with every elementary student. <laughs> so that was nearly 200 pictures. Uh, this morning we hit CL Jones and we took pictures over there. Not with every student because uh, they're middle schoolers, but. Uh, took with small groups, and so they didn't take as many this morning, but uh, still fun to celebrate with um, our youth. Tell me about the, uh, the state championship game with uh, Carney Catholic, a team that beat you just uh, a week or so earlier. Talk about the, the state championship game. What do you remember that thing? Uh, it was a battle, uh, just uh, is a battle the whole way, uh, point for point. Um, uh, it was incredible. Um, and... Uh, I was hoping we'd get the fourth so we didn't have to go to a fifth because I felt a little deja vu. Uh, but uh, Carney Catholic played a really good fourth set. They came out swinging. Um, they were aggressive. Um, and uh, so we just uh, went in between the fourth and fifth. And um, I, I remember telling my assistant coach, I turned to her and I said, get them jacked up. Like that was, my, I was turning in the lineup and that was what I wanted. Like I wanted their energy, I wanted their fire, I wanted everything they had. Um, and then that was what we said was, um, it's going to come down to who can grind this out and who has enough left in the tank because we'd both uh, been through five setters the day before. And so um, they just, I could tell by our team's body language, we were in a good spot. You had to know uh, when the pairings came out that uh, that was a possibility. You were going to sure. see Carney Catholic again uh, in the finals. Was it tough taking it uh, one game at a time? Coaches always talk about that. Let's take this uh, one game at a time. And then you, you finally got to the state championship game. And, oh, by the way, look who's on the other mm -hmm. side, Carney Catholic. Honestly, uh, no, it wasn't, it wasn't challenging um, for me. <laughs> this is going to sound a little funny. But it was nice to play the same teams we've played because it made less scouting work for me. Um, if if uh, Platteview had beaten Gothenburg the day before, that was going to take a lot more work, a lot more hours at night, a lot more watching film. Um, and so we already had the scouts done, and we could go back and watch. I could go back and watch our film, and uh, we made a few tweaks here with some defense um, and just some little things and blocking. And we'd been working on those things anyway, but so. Honestly, to play those three teams that we'd already played before um, was maybe a blessing for me. Coach, I had the scouting report for you on Platteview, by the way. So if you needed yes. that, I, I covered them against Adam Central. So just, you know. It was block number eight, called, right? Block yeah, no okay. You could have called, yeah. Lexi yeah. Hans, she's a, she's yeah, a good she's player. Yeah, she's a nice player. Um, but, yeah, so I was obviously up there all week. Um, GICC, you swept, which I don't know if that came as a surprise or it was business as usual. But, um, you know, you took care of them. Then Gothenburg, I think, was was a really big tell because you came back from that 2-0, you know, uh, deficit and, and won the final three sets. Just uh, talk about the, you know, what you remember from that match and how you guys pushed through that one. Uh, our team was <laughs> totally discombobulated the first two sets, and I still don't know what that was about. 
Um, they just made a hype video, and they told, I, I saw a text, we're ready, they're ready. They wanted to get to this. So I think maybe just a little bit of pressing the first two uh, sets, um, but just speaking to their resilience and um, mental toughness and ability to dig in um, and grind, uh, able to turn it around. And we didn't really make many adjustments except, man, you guys, we need to play better. We need to play Minden Volleyball, and we weren't. Mike had kind of mentioned the loss to Kearney Catholic. Uh, I mean, just I'm sure it was a, a goal, especially towards the end of the season, to kind of you know keep this unbeaten streak going. But to have to kind of go through that and then get ready for a district final where it's you know all of a sudden on the line again. I guess mm -hmm. just what was the mood like, or what was kind of the focus uh, like coming off that loss, getting ready for this? I think it uh, was maybe harder for them. Um, I was able to like just look at some statistics. Um, I had Coach Rouse looking at some statistics. Uh, I had, there's just some things that we needed to look at. And so we were looking at some, we did some analyzing and things that we could work on. Um, it might've been harder on them. And we didn't play very well in our district final against Columbus Scotus. We played well enough to sweep it in three, but we just didn't, it wasn't quite where we needed to be. Um, but I think that was probably a result of Tuesday. Were you worried at all that you, after that sub-district sub final loss that maybe things were trending in the wrong direction? Or? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Like, um, I, didn't, I was hoping we hadn't peaked too early and um, just not being able to quite put my finger on uh, some of our struggles was, it was concerning to me. I wasn't going to necessarily bring that up with them, but we were going to try to, we did some uh, team building stuff. We just tried to keep business as usual, keep it routine, and uh, keep working on things that I knew we needed to work on. You talked about your defense, how important that was in the championship match. Um, how, how did that change things in that championship match for you? Our, our defense was incredible. Uh, we did, dug some really tough balls. Aubrey played, I thought, um, as, good as, as good as I've seen her play. Um, I thought our serve receivers were on fire. Um, uh, we did not serve receive well the day before, and we had not served well, serve receive well in practice on Thursday. It was like, ooh. Uh, so to come in that, into that match on Saturday and serve receive as well as we did, I don't, I don't have the number but, um, that we serve receive, but it was really good. And so defense, serve receive, serve and pass, win, game, win, champions, uh, win games, and then defense wins championships. And I thought we were on it on defense. Did you rewatch re the match on, on TV at I all? I have not because I, I failed to tape it. And I'm so mad <laughs> at myself. Help her out. Somebody help her out. <laughs> um, I, so I, I watched the Gothenburg one and I've watched the, uh, on the Nebraska public media, the dog pile, the ending point in the dog pile and uh, Larry Putney saying purple is golden tonight. And I could watch that over and over. Um, but yeah, it's in my, I, I'm going to watch it. Just haven't done it yet. Yeah, put that into the record books, huh? Yeah. That would have sure. made a good headline. Yeah. Purple, purple is gold. Golden. I don't know. <laughs> it was. Where it was you? awesome. I, I, I'm not that creative. <laughs> the other, the other one is summit reached, and they that we we reached our summit because our our theme was trust the climb, and uh, we reached the summit, and so um, that was definitely the goal. You talked about, I mean, being part of the community, going to the schools and uh, with the team and everything, just kind of getting that uh, fire going with the younger kids. I mean, just talk about what it means to bring this to this community. And uh, like we said, first one in, since 1980. I mean, how big has the community been in this journey? 
absolutely huge. I we wouldn't be the same team without them. Um, our rowdy crowd. Our we've had a high school rowdy crowd. We've had a young kids rowdy crowd. We've had young kids joining our high school rowdy crowd, which some places would not allow. But our kids are good, and so uh, to be able to do that is awesome. Um, just seeing uh, the sea of purple at Bob Devaney or Pinnacle Bank, amazing. Um, I, I think that they had a true hand in our turnaround with Gothenburg. Um, once we started to make a few plays, their energy increased and it definitely helped ours. Um, and just to bring it back and share it with all of our fans uh, has been a truly amazing experience. All right, so uh, let's hear it again for the Minden Whippets, your 2023 state volleyball champions. Yeah, we're uh, live tonight at the uh, Minden Commons area here in uh, Minden after their uh, parade. You just think in a quick spot here, guys. Uh, somebody's got to pay for this uh, stop <laughs> here in Minden. Hey, for over 140 years, Minden Exchange Bank has been your trusted financial partner. Since 1883, we are committed to providing secure and tailored services to the Minden community. We understand that your financial needs are as unique as you are. That's why we offer a wide range of banking solutions designed to fit your needs, experience the convenience and personal touch of your local bank, Minden Exchange Bank, member FDIC. And again, uh, congratulations to the Whippets on your 2023 State Volleyball Championship. So we're going to talk to a couple of players here, uh, Will, uh, as well. we continue on here with the Tribune at Tailgate Talk Show. Again, we're live from the Minden High School, the Commons area here tonight, following their big parade in downtown Minden today. And we've got Maddie Camry joining us up here at the, uh, at the table. So, Maddie, uh, we'll kind of start with it's, it's been a few days, like we, like we said with the coach. Um, what are you feeling now that it's, you know, past and, and you're, and you're in, into the week and you had a, the parade tonight? I'd say super thankful. I mean, our community, but also um, just the text and the love and support from everyone. And um, today I got a flower bouquet from some of my family. And so just super thankful for the opportunity, but also just the great support that we have around us. How about that Gothenburg match? We, we talked after it. I had to track down three players. Couldn't find Coach Racka. That's okay. Um, but that, that Gothenburg match, you know, you guys said maybe the building, rebuilding that trust was a big part of that match because you didn't have that early on. Um, what is it about this team that you're able to find that mid-match? Yeah. No, I'd say the communication that we had, um, we all kind of realized that we were just losing some in between each other. Um, and so I think between those uh, two sets, between the second and third set, there's a lot of individual conversations in between every single point, um, between the defense and the offense and little things that you just don't think about that we didn't used to have to think about, but that game we did. And just little statements to each other, positive statements that really just brought our trust back in each other and belief in each other. We heard uh, coaches, you know, thoughts on playing rematches, I guess. Uh, just what, what is it like for players going through those games? I mean, you know, uh, you've already beat these teams and everything like that, but now it's, you know, the real deal. What is it like for you all going through that? Yeah, for sure. When we saw that GICC was our first matchup, I think all of us kind of thought, um, it was kind of a revenge from last year because they ended our season last year, and so I think we knew that we could take it to them, and so I think that was our first step. But then once we were watching Platteview and Gothenburg and people were asking us, I said the same thing. I said I'd rather play Gothenburg just because we know them, we know their flaws, but we also know um, all the good things about them, and so we can kind of take it to them in their um, weaknesses. But And then going with Carney Catholic, I think obviously the – 
knowing the school super well, but also just knowing that we've beat them once and they've also beat us, there's going to be a big game and a big um, fun game for us to play. Were you worried on the opposite, though, with Gothenburg, that they knew your weaknesses, they knew all the things about you that they could expose? Yeah, I think that was one thing, but I also just felt like with the team that we had this year, I knew that we could do it, and I think that was a big thing for sure. Was there a point this season that you knew this team would be where it ended up, or you, you felt like, hey, we're going to win the championship? You probably had that attitude, obviously, preseason, but mm -hmm. throughout the season, you still got to play the games and all that. I felt like coming out of the Gothenburg invite with playing six games and being able to come out of that 6-0 without any set losses and playing Carney Catholic there. And then obviously we didn't play Gothenburg there, but that same week on that Thursday we played Gothenburg and sweeping them. I just had a good feeling that we could overcome a lot of things, and I think that that kind of opened our eyes to some big things that we had left this season. I don't mean to keep harping on this Carney Catholic loss that ended, you know, the only blemish on this awesome dang season. It, but, uh, I mean, as players, you know, what did you all say amongst each other, you know, to get ready, you know, all right, we've got to let that goal, I guess, go, you know, of unbeaten and focus on our ultimate goal of winning the championship. Yeah, I think it was a hard loss, even though we fought really hard, I think. Um, losing in five is kind of a big thing, and knowing that was our district game, obviously we thought we were going to get a wild card. Um, but knowing that that Saturday game was not our best game either, and I think we all kind of felt just down. And um, I think we knew we had to train harder and train the things that were our weaknesses. They definitely showed a lot of our weaknesses, and so being able to overcome those was a big thing at practice. Are you able to to revel in this championship? You think you'll hold on to it for a while, or are you you know are you already on to basketball season and track? Then I mean, where where does it go from here? No, I think we definitely have all been kind of enjoying the moment, but also being able to move on to it at the same time. And conditioning week started this week for basketball, but um, obviously the moments that the school has given us with the little kids and then um, the parade has definitely made us enjoy it and hold on to it for a while. So uh, again, Benden, you're a 2023 state volleyball champions. We are live here tonight in Minden in the uh, Commons area at the uh, Minden High School. As I uh, like she said, uh, they had a parade earlier today, just uh, concluding about a, uh, an hour or so ago, and uh, they invited us in. So that's why we're here, the Tribune Tailgate uh, Talk Show. By the way, the uh, show tonight brought to you in part by Pony Express Ford. Not all car dealerships are created equal, and here at Pony Express Ford, we pride ourselves on being a cut above the rest with our unrelenting commitment to customer service. From our hometown of Minden and nearby communities, we're proud to have worked with folks from all walks of life. Whether you're seeking the perfect new car, shopping on a strict budget, or even looking for a service and parts center, you can trust uh, the folks at Pony Express Ford. We're confident you'll find that dealership is a great resource for all of your automotive needs. From our team to yours, congratulations again, Whippets, on your 2023 Volleyball State Championship. And uh, we continue to talk with some of the players that uh, made it happen uh, last week. Well, as uh, we continue uh, looking at uh, the Minden success for 2023. Yeah, we've got Myla Emery now. Myla, thanks for joining us. Um, you know, you, you call Maddie maybe your twin. You, with it, people, you know, people call you guys that. You're a dynamic, dynamic duo on this team. Um, you know, I'll, I'll kind of start where I did with her. What, what are your um, thoughts this week now that you're kind of past that championship? And are you still thinking about it? I mean, are you dreaming about it? Tell me about, you know, where you're at right now. It was definitely hard to sleep. It was lots of replaying the moment of us doggy pile, the comeback against Gothenburg. All of it was just 
it just feels so amazing, and the support from the community has been unreal. Who was at the bottom of the doggy pile? That's what I want to know. You remember who was at the bottom of the doggy pile? I think Maddie was. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she had to crawl through like five or six bodies to get to you. I, I watched the clip that that uh, Maddie's dad sent to me, and uh, I, I didn't get to watch the match over again. I didn't record it either, Julie, so don't feel too bad. But, um, yeah, and you guys found each other, or she found you. Um, what did that moment mean? Did you black out? I mean, where, did you even remember that? Um, I did remember it just from, she's like, Mila, Mila, we did it. And it was a moment that we've been dreaming of since we were little girls playing volleyball together, and it was a relief that we did it, and a huge accomplishment. Is the pressure off or do you still feel like it's there and the drive's there that you want to maybe, you know, do it again? Oh yeah, we definitely want to do it again. We, I mean, three seniors, unlike last year, we lost like many. We didn't have, um, we had a lot of shoes to fill and this year Sage came in, she did her job. We had so many support, everyone rocked their role. And so filling those spots will still be very tough and we're really hopeful to do it again. <laughs> it's, it seemed like this year maybe you took – last year you were obviously very balanced with Maddie attacking, setting, you know, and you do those things back row, front row. But um, it felt like this year maybe you took more of a, of a setting role. Was that something that was planned or was it just how things went this year? I think it just kind of is how things went. Like we definitely did the same training as last year, but I think I felt more confident with my setting and so I was able to – really focus in on that and make sure that I was giving my hitters a good ball and bettering the ball no matter what and really focusing on defense before I went to offense and be able to set the ball. Kind of seemed like uh, a lot of people were confident in their roles on this team. I mean, just talk about that chemistry that you guys have and uh, the, I guess, selflessness to do, you know, what's best for the team and come through in those big spots. I think we all know that no matter what Coach Ratka chooses to do, like on the court, it's for the best of this team. So if you get taken out for a play and someone comes in to serve for you, you're going to encourage them and tell them, like, you got this. This is your play. And then if it's out after that, then they're happy to do that. They're ready to cheer back, cheer everyone on. And it just everyone is very encouraging of others. No one's very selfless. I've always been amazed by the sport of volleyball just be, because it's so fast-paced and I don't know how you guys think out there on the court or where are you going to go with the ball or I, I'm sure those are things you practice, you talk about. Um, I always talk to Coach, I ask her about, you know, the, the free reign that she gives maybe you and Maddie out there just to kind of run things and, and all that. I mean, how much free reign do you feel like you have? Do you feel like you're just running the show out there and you're able to play freely and do all those things? I feel like we are. We're very... But at the same time, we're still disciplined. We still can always go back to coach and be like, okay, what's the best option? Is there any dumps available? Or are there, who's the best option of, on this like rotation out of serve receive trying to side out? But we also, Maddie and I have a lot of communication like, okay, the deep corner's open, the donut's open, those, you might have a set dump, go to this person because they're, they're on fire. Like Starkey on the slide, definitely McKenna Starkey on the slide, the, um, the Carney Catholic game, it was go to her. She's put it down almost every single time, so it was continue to do that. Are, are these things that are communicated from the bench during the match, or are, the, are you, the players on the court, noticing these things? A little bit of both. We're 
talking to coach in between plays. We're also, every time we come in the middle, we're encouraging each other and we're talking about other things that we, that we can do. And a bunch of the bench players are really helpful that in timeouts to like, hey, this shot might be open or if you tip, tip line, it should go down. It's just everyone is there to be helpful. All right, anybody else? Yeah. All right, again, congratulations to the uh, Minden Whippets as we uh, celebrate their 2023 State Volleyball Championship here tonight in Minden. Hey, by the way, are you in the market for real estate or looking to sell? Look no further than Reynolds Auction and Realty. Locally owned and operated, Reynolds Auction and Realty has been a trusted leader in real estate sales, both residential and commercial, as well as real estate auctions and land sales since 2007. We cover all of central Nebraska, and all our dedicated team is here to assist you with your real estate and auction needs. Choose Reynolds Auction and Realty for experience, expertise, and the personal touch you deserve. Again, congratulations to our Minden High School Weapons for their 2023 Volleyball State Championship as we continue to talk with the players who uh, made it happen uh, last week in Lincoln. McKenna Starkey, welcome to the program. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, you played a big role on this team, obviously. You played a big role in that championship match. Um, your, your, your immediate memories kind of from, from the, the moment, the dog pile, the, the championship match. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It was just like, it was crazy. That's a, I, just no words to describe how amazing just this team, everything that we do. Oh, I just... It's, it's so good. It's such a good season. It was such a good tournament. Like the state tournament was just amazing. It was feelings are just through the roof. Do you all feel like celebrities so far coming back here? I mean, meeting with uh, the younger generations and uh, having a parade. Just talk about, you know, what it's been like to be able to enjoy this with this community. Um, this community is really, truly amazing. Like, I know, like, everybody who has talked has already said that. But, like, we went over to the elementary school and we were taking pictures with them and everything. And then, like, as soon as they got back, we were like, oh, we should all wear a medal to school. We were like, oh, like, that looks so cool, this, this, this. And so we all wore it and then everyone's like, can we touch it? Like, this could be the only time we could touch one of these. And so I thought that was so funny. And then, like, again, our rowdy crowds are always amazing. Caden Jamison with the signs, always. He just, he, he does a really good job with those. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I was going to ask, Coach, in the, in the post-game uh, interview, mentioned how you got a late start in volleyball. Yeah, okay, so I used to go to, like, a private school, and our volleyball was, like, fifth through eighth grade, and it wasn't, we practiced two to three times a week. It wasn't, it wasn't volleyball by any means, I'm going to be honest. Um, so I was, I was behind on a lot of reps, and, like, years and years behind on reps, and um, I started doing, like, some club teams. I went on the Nationals team with um, Maddie and Myla and with, uh, with a whole bunch of other people, Aubrey, Rebecca, and then there's a whole bunch of other girls from other schools, Carney Catholic girls, yeah, very true, very, very true. And then, um, so I think just getting the reps, reps on reps on reps all the time. Um, yeah, I don't know. It just, I just think I had really big shoes to fill when Sloan was playing. I felt like, you know, just have to step it up and, Play. Where do you feel like your level's at now? Um, I feel like it's definitely gotten better, that's for sure. I mean, 
there's only more I can improve on. I mean, like next year, hopefully better than this year. Hopefully increase kills per set, blocks per set, you know. Um, but yeah. That's pretty cool that Carney Catholic kids were on that team as well. And I mean, just kind of when you look at the volleyball scene, I guess, here in Nebraska, I mean, just what, how do you kind of see that? Uh, I mean, it seems like it's on the rise, obviously, Nebraska volleyball with their uh, volleyball day, you know, kind of made national headlines with that. But I mean, just talk about how, what you kind of notice about Nebraska volleyball and I guess where it's at. Yeah, Nebraska volleyball, I mean, it's, it's Nebraska volleyball. It's, <laughs> um, like, the statewide, I mean, in high it school is, level, it really yeah. is. I mean, from all classes, what like all classes are really competitive, all, all teams are very competitive. I mean, it's Carney Catholic is very competitive. We are probably more competitive, but like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're pretty good. You're the uh, state yeah. champions here, yeah. Mila, Mila Emery's telling us to cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this just in. Minden is pretty good, folks. Uh, they just won the state championship. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Um, do you have a you, other than the championship? Is there a favorite point in this season? A favorite memory that you have uh, with this team? There's definitely a lot of them. I mean, the entire time at state was just a blast. I mean, I got a room with Maddie and Myla, and we had a whole bunch of fun. <laughs> and um, I don't know. There's a lot. Of, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of good. And Every single game we won, we felt like we were a step closer to the ch state championship. Every, like, everything we did just had an Im impact on where we were going. And so I think my most favorite moment was, I mean, it was during the state championship, but right before the fifth set, um, they were playing, like, our song that we've been listening to the entire state tournament. Like, we've been li we listened to that over and over and over again. And once we heard that song, we were like, this is our set. I mean, this is our game. This is... What was the song? Oh, what is it called? What is it? Narco. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I know it's Narco. Like the one with, like, the trumpets. I don't know. Oh, but, oh that song. The da, 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 da. Yeah, okay. that's the one. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, once we heard that, we were like, they play this for us. Like, <laughs> Clearly, it was for yeah, you guys. Yeah, it was yeah. for us. I thought it was maybe a Taylor Swift song or something. <laughs> don't get me started. I love her. I love yeah. her. <laughs> but... Um, McKenna, it's been a blast, and uh, I, I do have one more question. We, we talked about your quote, and I know yeah. you've been getting some crap from this. I love the quote where you said, Thank you. You know, it's the most exciting in my life, and I've had a pretty exciting life. Mm -hmm. um, what other exciting things have been in McKenna Starkey's life? Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's see. I mean, we can get away with Where do anything. we begin? Yeah, yeah uh, we can get away with anything on this show. It, it's all right. It doesn't have to be G rated, <laughs> <laughs> it really doesn't. Yeah, what, what have you done in your life? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, I mean. <laughs> I know there's got to be something. They're all giggling at you. This, this sound, this, oh, the spaghetti days. We have spaghetti days before every single game day. Yeah. Like home game, we have a spaghetti day. Or away, or away, yeah. I mean, we do it during volleyball and basketball. What's spaghetti day? Do you oh. just eat spaghetti like it's carbo loading or what? Buffy, Buffy, Maddie's mom. You make a great spaghetti? She makes spaghetti and she feeds me food every single day. Because <laughs> I live out of town and like without her, I would probably, I'd probably wouldn't be here because I would be like starved. Like, I'm coming over for food. some spaghetti. I need some spaghetti in my life. Just the best food, um, let me tell you. Also, Judy, Maddie's mom, she makes really good chicken soup. 
Grandma, I meant, sorry. Grandma, she makes really good chicken noodle soup. I had four bowls today, actually. Yeah. You had four bowls? Impressive. Yeah. Four bowls of chicken noodle soup? Yeah, it was This it girl was can good. eat. It's good. You want to say anything about your coach? How is it playing for coach? This is always a good time to get stuff on like that. Oh, she's just amazing. She knows exactly what she's doing. She knows, like, when we need to change something up. She knows if, you know, somebody's not having the best, best game, like, maybe we need to change something up. Yeah, she, like, she's very inspirational. And, she, like, she knows what this team needs, and it's, re- it's really great. Anything that really makes you mad about coach, you know, throughout the year, something that just re- really made you mad uh, throughout the year that you haven't been able to tell her, and now that the season is over, you can? Um, no, I don't think so. I mean. <laughs> she's still got to grade your papers, doesn't she? <laughs> no, not my papers. <laughs> yeah, I just thought there was something that was really going to make you mad that you haven't had a chance to really tell her. I don't know. I mean, she hasn't ticked you off or anything. That's a good coach. Yeah, that's a good we're coach. Pressing, we're, we're pressing. Yeah, that's a good Julie, coach. Julie's awesome. Julie's awesome. She is. She really is. We love her. That's so. here for the coach. Usually that draws a, a comment or two when I ask that question. <laughs> Not for McKenna Starkey. Not for McKenna Starkey. All right. McKenna, thanks for being on thanks. the show. Thank you so Congratulations. much. Congratulations. Thank you. All right. We're uh, again uh, at Minden. In the uh, Commons area, the Minden High School here tonight, again celebrating the 2023 State High School Volleyball Championship. First one here in uh, Minden since uh, 1980. It's been a while, and it's probably not going to be their last. I have a funny feeling it's not going to be their last. So, How old were you in 1980, Mike? 1980? I was uh, two years out of high school. I, I don't remember. I don't remember when Minden won their last state championship. I was two years out of high school. Coach Julie Racka was seven. Yep, I remember. You were seven. She said that you weren't even born I yet, were you? I was way away from you. Got, none of you guys were actually born the last Nick was, time. Nick was close. Nick was close. A few years off. Yeah, eight. Now, now I heard Minden also won a uh, a basketball championship back in the 1990s or something. We're sitting in the uh, front of the the Hall of Champions or the Wall of Champions here at Minden. So I think they won a. They won, they won some golf, some golf, yeah. some girls' golf titles, uh, like six this. Well, they, they've won several because this wall is full behind us. The Hall of Champions or the Wall of Champions behind us here at the uh, New Minden High School. So, anyway, rolling uh, on, we've got uh, the volleyball talk out of the way. We've got uh, state football. We're going to get to our picks coming up here. By the way, uh, we want to say thanks to uh, Reynolds Auction and Realty of Minden, also Pony Express Ford and the Minden Exchange Bank of Minden for uh, having us uh, over to uh, Minden tonight to help you uh, folks celebrate your your Class C1 State Volleyball uh, Championship. Let's get to the uh, football picks. We're going to bring a guy who is on the uh, Wall of Champions. Andy Ron is on the uh, Wall of Champions. Andy, thanks for joining us. A former uh, Tribune staffer, is that right? Current. Uh, even current. Current. <laughs> All right. He's our news editor. Uh, Andy we have Ron. news for you, Andy. <laughs> oh. Just kidding. Andy, um, we need to start with the photo on the wall. You yeah. told us a little story about it. Uh, you were the 1989 speech state champion. Tell us about that experience. Uh, it was persuasive speaking. Um, the state speech meet was in Lincoln that year. I was the Happened to be the only person on the team who went that year, so I was kind of lonely. <laughs> Can you still say the speech? Um, parts of it. What parts topics it. did it cover? Uh, it had to do with the importance of voting and uh, how everyone needs to vote and participate in democracy. So, 
Imagine that. They were, they were talking about it clear back then. They're still talking about it. Yeah, still talking about it. So, Anyway, we brought uh, Andy on. He's going to be our guest predictor here for our uh, Tribune uh, football contest. Nick, you pretty well uh, soaked things away. Uh, you're sitting on top of our list at 94 and 34. You're going to see uh, Marcus and me down there toward the bottom. Will, you're behind us. But it's going to be a fight to the end. We've got a one-game lead over Will. And, again, I'm glad that Laura Beam is in the contest. She is bringing every up. Every week. Yeah, every she, week. Never fails that, that she gets mentioned for Well, her. we want to bring her on probably sometime before this she contest is over. She needs to defend herself. I'll, I'll give her that much. Yeah, but. Laura's uh, bringing up the, the rear. But we're, we're right down there with her. So, anyway, some uh, tough games again coming up. The uh, state semifinals. Let's uh, crank them up here for our, our picks for the uh, Tribune uh, football contest for this week. Andy, uh, I need to know first, how much do you read the sports section? Um, I look at the sports section every day. Beautiful. Love it. Appreciate the love. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so you've been keeping up with the playoffs then, I presume. I, well, here's what I want to tell you. If you guys were um, looking for a uh, sports expert to join the panel tonight, you should have kept looking. Well, that's why we brought <laughs> you on, because we all want to feel good. Uh, come Saturday morning, we can see we, we out-predicted our guest predictor here. I, am, I feel I am mainly here to uh, have an excuse to come to Minden today and be part of the celebration. So, Part of Minden Champions Night on the podcast. Absolutely. So thank you it was for a heartwarming, it. heartwarming day at the Ron House on Saturday. So, <laughs> All right, let's roll down the uh, picks, guys. All right. Uh, we're going to start with the Class C2 semifinal with Fillmore Central at Norfolk Catholic. Norfolk Catholic, you know, program that's been in the championship a lot of times. I think, I don't know, maybe, maybe they have the most in the state at C2. I don't know. I didn't look that up. I'm very ill-prepared for today's podcast, other than the Minden Whippets, you know, stuff that I know. But uh, we'll start there. Fillmore Central and Norfolk Catholic. What'd you learn? Okay. Well, let, let me tell you about my process here. I learned I was going to do this yesterday, and I was a little busy last night, so I turned to my research department uh, to put together some information for me. My research department's name is Aaron. <laughs> He's in sixth grade. He's my son, and uh, he knows how to find stuff online and in the paper. And uh, so he came down to breakfast this morning and brought me my report. So uh, what I learned is that uh, Fillmore Central and Norfolk Catholic are, are both undefeated at this point. And... Um, you know, I know there were some surprises last week. Um, you know, some teams that maybe we were, some area teams that we thought were not going to make the cut this time. And uh, uh, I don't really know what I'm talking about, but I'm going. <laughs> but, You're right so far. But I'm going with Fillmore Central. Oh, he's picking the. He's uh, riding with purple. He, he's going purple. Yeah, Minden Whippets no. are purple. Fillmore Central Panthers are purple. Uh, yeah, he, he's going purple. They are on a, a great run. I mean, this is a terrific season for them. They kept reciting after the quarterfinal win that they want to prove that they're the best team to go through Fillmore Central. And, I mean, they're doing it right now. The, they're well on their way. They have an extremely tough matchup. Uh, like you said, perennial powerhouse, Norfolk Catholic coming in. I am on the side of the of Norfolk, Norfolk Catholic, though. I, I do believe this is where, unfortunately, the uh, – journey ends for the Panthers. I was just going to say that we were down in Geneva a couple of weeks ago and we were all on the Fillmore Central bandwagon down there in front of their their hometown fans in Geneva. Journey comes to an end. I'm on Norfolk Catholic as well. Yeah, I'm on Norfolk Catholic just by resume or by history. I don't know. I, I, I love the Panthers. I'm happy for them. 
Gabe Eberhardt, great, great guy. I'll have to talk to him tomorrow, so hopefully he doesn't listen to this. But, uh, yeah, I'm on Norfolk Catholic, and I think all of us are. Tradition, I like the teams in northeast Nebraska, so my, you already know my picks. I'm skewing toward those tough teams. They just seem to be a lot tougher. You know, kids that are throwing around hay bales and working out on the farm and throwing cattle around, uh, they usually have a great success at football. So I, I kind of lean toward the northeastern team, so that's just a little tease, guys. A little tease uh, the rest of the way here in my uh, football predictions because coming up next, we've got uh, Crofton and Exeter Milligan friend playing in uh, Crofton. Andy? All right, well, it looks like uh, Exeter Milligan friends only lost this season, came to Sandy Creek. That is Another uh, team that's making a, you know, Surprising run through the playoffs, and uh, in, and uh, in that vein, uh, I'm with uh, EMF. Uh, once again, I'm sorry to go against you, Andy, but uh, well, all right, go right. I, I hope you're right because uh, I want our teams to be succeeding and moving on. But uh, I will go with Crofton in this one. EMF all the way. I was the only one that took them last week, and uh, out of us, and they proved me right against North Platte St. Pat's. Uh, talked to Coach Corey Collant today, and he seems pretty confident. Crofton's a tough team, but I'm going with the Bobcats. Praise Northeast Nebraska. I'm on uh, Crofton again. I'm on Crofton. They, they, they win a lot of basketball championships. You know, the girls' Crofton. basketball team, yeah, man, they, they are they, tough. They, uh, the boys are tough, too. The boys are tough. I'm on uh, Crofton all the way here. Uh, Stanton and uh, Sandy Creek. Stanton is the number one seed in uh, Class D1 against the uh, Sandy Creek Cougars. Andy, what do you think? All right, well, uh, it looks like uh, Sandy Creek surprised Cross County last week yep. when uh, I think um, several, of our, several of our pickers were uh, thinking it would go the other way, and they wound up beating them by 20. So That's uh, how much we know, Andy. Well, you know. And That's so, how much we know. Like I was I hoping said, you didn't read the sports page that day. But. <laughs> So anyway. I was over there today. They did read the sports page last week because I caught oh some guff for uh, going against <laughs> the Cougars last week. So I'm going to, uh, you know, stick with stick with our area teams here, and uh, and I'm going to say that Sandy Creek will pull another one out of their hat this week. I, I got a text from Brian Shaw last week, or I guess it was on Saturday during the during the Minden Championship game, actually, and, and he said, "Hey, Will, feeling the need to give you and all the Tribune pickers a hard time for nobody having faith in Sandy Creek <laughs> was a lot of fun proving you guys wrong." Uh, they're going to have to prove me wrong again this week. Yeah, uh, I'm doing it for Sandy Creek. You know, picked against them last week and worked out, so I'm doing it again this week. So go Cougars, but I'm picking Stan. I'm on uh, Stanton as well. It's a team that averages, get this, they average 60.8 points per ball game. Stanton does. Uh, I was doing some figuring because I've got the game uh, Friday nights. Uh, Sandy Creek is not far behind at 56.7, so... I interviewed uh, Andrew Cooter today, expecting a tracks meet, and then he says, who knows? You know, who knows? They averaged 60 points a game, so they've scored like over 80 a couple of times. So northeast uh, part of the state, I'm on Stanton this week. You going to take overs in that game? <laughs> yeah, what are they? What are they, 160? <laughs> <laughs> over under 120. All right, next game up, another uh, area team, Wilcox Hildreth, playing at uh, Sumner Eddyville Miller. Okay, and this is a rematch, correct? Yep. And uh, the score was 28 to 22 the last time. SEM got him. Well, maybe it's Wilcox Hildreth's turn. So that's my pick. Hey, Andy, your son's a homer. <laughs> yeah, your son's a homer. He's taking all the uh, area teams. You know, he told me. He told me, Dad, don't pick all the area teams. You'll, you'll <laughs> yeah. look like a, you know, 
you, you look like an amateur. I'm like, I am an amateur. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right, so you're on the Wilcox Hildreth. I don't have a reputation to defend here. Uh, <laughs> so. Well, if it works out, then we're going to have to have you replace one of our spots. Uh, but I know Marcus has Wilcox in this one. Uh, I am going SEM, unfortunately. I'm Falcons all the way. Falcons all the way. I covered that, that early season game. I think it was week four. Uh, Wilcox had them beat, and, uh, and I kind of let it slip away. So I'm hoping that they uh, have, uh, can atone for that, that mishap uh, and win on Friday. I'm on uh, Sumner Eddieville Miller this week. I have not no, alone. I, I have no reason, only because I know some people in Wilcox Hildreth, and I'm I'm picking against them. SEM all the way. <laughs> I've never been to Sumner, so I'm looking looking forward to that. I think they've they've got a nice nice facility out there, and hopefully it's not too cold. UTAN and Ord, UTAN, a team that beats uh, Saint Cecilia in the opening round, kind of a a surprising uh, team here. UTAN and Ord is uh, on the agenda as well. I was told once by a reputable sports writer, Dale Miller, who's now at Norfolk. Uh, to never pick against Ord in the playoffs. So I'm going with Ord in the playoffs. Let's see who am I. I'm on UTAN. I'm going to ride the UTAN bandwagon you, only because. They beat St. Cecilia, is that why? And they're kind of in northeast Nebraska. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm on, I told you, I was teasing you guys earlier. I, I'm on everything northeast Nebraska. So I'm on UTAN this week. You should just move up there. <laughs> <laughs> I should. Marcus and I got Ord. All right, you're on the board. Yep. Here's a, uh, a six-man semifinal. Parkview Christian, a team out of Lincoln, is playing Hayes Springs. I know nothing about either one of these two teams. I just went with a team further east, and that's uh, Parkview Christian. I think Parkview was in the title game last year. Yeah, I think they were. And I think they won. They, they lost. Potter Dix, maybe? I can't. We sound dumb right now. Anyway. Uh, I'm on Parkview. We're all on Parkview. Yep. Um, I, I think that they're probably going to be back in uh, in Kearney in a couple weeks. So, um, yeah, I'm on Parkview and uh, go Patriots. All right, here's a, a GPAC matchup here. Dakota Wesleyan playing at Dort. Dort last week, they beat Morningside, and uh, they are heading for the NAIA playoffs. If they can uh, win this ball game with the Dakota Wesleyan on uh, Saturday in Sioux Center, Iowa, I've uh, seen both teams, obviously, uh, being the voice of Hastings College. I'm on the uh, Dort defenders. I don't see Dakota Wesleyan playing with Dort at all. We've got a Dort sweep as far as all nine of us go in the, in the contest. Um, I, I picked this game to, to put on the slate just because I thought Dakota Wesleyan, you know, they've played some, some teams competitively. I know Dort had that loss to Midland, you know, in the low-scoring, low I think, 10-7 game. So I uh, thought it might get a more competitive pick, but everyone went with Dort. So you beat Morningside. I mean, you deserve to be picked in uh, just yeah. about every other game. Morningside yeah. lost back-to-back games. Yeah, first time, that? first time that I can remember. Yeah, they've got two losses this year. Uh, Morningside does. Hastings College are wrapping up their season at uh, Doan on uh, Saturday. I'm on uh, Hastings College. Doan is not very good. Doan is not a very good football team. In fact. I'm just going to throw it out there, guys. Don't stinks. They're, they're not very good. Hastings College uh, will wrap up uh, the season with a win on uh, Saturday at Don. Andy, what did, your, uh, what did your researcher tell you? Hastings College all the way. Roll Broncos. Are we all on Hastings College? I think Aaron's got it right. Everyone's on Hastings College. I think they go out with a bang at, uh, in Crete. So. All right. Uh, Nebraska and Maryland. That's going to be in uh, Lincoln. I think the Huskers become bowl eligible for the first time since 
2016 gang with a win. We're going bowling. I think uh, we'll get her on this Saturday against the Maryland Terps. I know Marcus is going to the game, and since he doesn't have a mic, I'll just say that he chose against the Huskers, um, even though he's a huge fan, and he didn't really. But um, I'm going with Nebraska over Maryland. Andy? Looks like uh, Maryland's on a four-game slide, and uh, that isn't, doesn't look good for him. So I'm going with the Huskers. I am on the Huskers as well, and there was only two of us that picked Maryland, Darren Fowler, our boss, being one of them. Uh, that's shocking, but yeah, go go Huskers. I'm cheering for you. Want you in a bowl game? That that could be a, a big game for us, Marcus and I, I got to make up some ground. Marcus, Darren, and me are all uh, tied with uh, Darren for third to the last place. That could be a pivotal game in our standings here. So uh, we're on the, the Huskers. Finally, you've got uh, another Big Ten game just kind of throwing out there. Michigan at Penn State. A couple of teams that are in the uh, top ten of the college football playoff uh, rankings this week. Michigan with all their problems. I almost went against Michigan only because all the problems they've, uh, they've been dealing with, stealing signs and all the national media that's been on them all week long. But I went ahead and I don't like, I don't like Michigan. I don't like Jim Harbaugh. So what do I do? I pick Michigan. I pick Michigan to beat Penn State. I'm going with the cheaters, baby. I'm going with the Wolverines. <laughs> they, got, they got Penn State scouted. They got all the signs. Oh, sure I'm going do. with them. Sure they do. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I think they win anyway. I think that stuff goes on a lot more than we're making it out to be. So, oh, I, I think, know. I think it's they, fun to pick. No, I'm, I'm just saying they're under the microscope and they're still doing it. So. Oklahoma does it too. Randy, Andy, what do you, what do you think? Uh, just spitballing. I know it's not on your list. Michigan or Penn State? Uh, I'll take Michigan. Okay. Nope. Wolverines. There we have it. Everyone again. except for Darren Fowler, Wolverines. He's on. He's on the. He's Penn on Penn State, State? Lions. So we do have a couple of uh, picks different then. That's good. That's good. So anyway, those are the uh, Tribune, the football contest uh, selections for this week. And you always uh, follow the selections uh, each and every week in uh, the Hastings Tribune. We do this. And uh, like we said, uh, Nick is blowing us out for some reason. I usually fare pretty well in this contest. Not this year for some reason. Uh, anyway, we'll uh, wrap things up. We'll pick all the uh, state championship games, I think, uh, next week with some other ones. So uh, that you can follow that in the uh, Hastings Tribune anytime during the uh, high school football season. All right, rolling uh, right along. Again, uh, thanks to our, our sponsors here tonight for bringing us to Minden to help celebrate the girls and their 2023 state high school volleyball championship, including the Minden Exchange Bank. Again, for over 140 years, Minden Exchange Bank has been your trusted financial partner. Since 1883, they are committed to providing secure and tailored services to the Minden community. We understand that your financial needs are as unique as you are. That's why we offer a wide range of banking solutions designed to fit your needs. Experience the convenience and personal touch of your local bank, Minden Exchange Bank, member FDIC. Real quick, while we still have Andy here, uh, I mean, you kind of mentioned having watched the game, it sounds like, uh, for the Minden Volleyball Championship. Uh, I know every time Minden's talked about in the office uh, as doing well or anything like that, even when they're not. Uh, but, I mean, just you're a huge supporter of the Whippets, your alma mater. Just talk about what that meant to you and what you've kind of noticed about, you know, that in this community. Well, I tell you, between my family and my, and my wife's family, there are 12 of us siblings who have all graduated from this school. So 
Uh, we've lived in, I've lived in Hastings for over 30 years, but we are, uh, you know, our roots in Menon are, are very deep. And um, I, was, I was struck with the, with the championship match the other night. I mean, you can talk about the girls' resiliency, you can talk about their determination and their skill, but the thing that made me proudest to be from Minden, and we have a, we have a saying, proud to be a whippet, um, was that even in, the, even in that moment, that moment of elation, you know, those girls were taking the time in their post-game interviews to talk about the alumni and, 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 and all the girls who'd come before who, who wanted this as much as they did, but, but were not able to, to get to that to get to that final, that final trophy. Um, just the maturity that that shows and the, uh, the humility and the awareness that, you know, we're all part of a big story. It's, it's bigger, it's, we're part of something bigger than ourselves. And um, I was really impressed by that and I'm just, I'm happy to say that we, that Ruth and I know um, some of these parents and, and have met some of these girls and we just think they're outstanding. And uh, uh, congratulations. I, I gotta ask this. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, we still got some folks around. He's very eloquent, isn't oh, he? Yeah. Oh yeah. I always wanted to ask this because a lot of people have asked me when I've done games over the past 10 or 15 or 20 years, however long I've been doing this, what's a whippet? Can you tell me? It's like a cousin of a greyhound. It's like a right? dog, isn't it? I said that today in my in my article. If anybody read it, but uh, yeah, it's like uh, it's I always thought it was a dog because when I come over, I always call them the dogs. Yeah, instead of the whippets. They're kind of the, they're kind of the dogs. So yeah, I just it's had like a real. It's like kind of like a real skinny. Well, I know I, I've seen the the logos and things sitting yeah. around here, but everybody always asks me, "What is a whippet?" Like Jimmy, my broadcast partner, he says, "What's a whippet? What's a whippet?" Anyway. Anyway, we'll roll on. Now we they got, know. Now got, they know. We got the picks out of the way. We've got the picks out of the way. And uh, we're going to roll on here. We've got uh, some state football uh, talk we're going to do here as we get ready for the state high school uh, football playoffs again. The uh, semifinals taking place on uh, Friday night all across uh, the state in all the uh, classes. And then the uh, state championship games will be ready to, to go uh, here coming up in a, in a week or so at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Yeah, we've got uh, Wilcox Hildreth hoping to, to play in one of those championship games. It won't be in Lincoln, but uh, it'll be in Kearney, and, and if they can get there, we've got head coach Luke Glenn joining us on the on the podcast here. And uh, Luke, welcome. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Let's start with uh, with the game on, on Friday. You got SEM. You got a rematch. You know, what's what's the team's mood? You know, heading heading into that game. Yeah. You know. Um, Obviously, with our group not ever being in this situation before and, and two weeks ago having it uh, be their first ever playoff victory, it's kind of just new each each week, you know. So, obviously, with, with SEM, <clears throat> having it being a district opponent that we're familiar with, but also just having a game that was that was a close game early on in the year um, that I feel like, and I think our boys also feel like we just kind of let it get away. So, um, I think they've been ready to play this game for a long time. I, I, that's kind of what I said earlier on the broadcast was you, that was a game maybe you did let slip away and you, you had the lead in the fourth quarter. I, what it's, SEM scored with like a minute and a half left or something, right? Yeah, we were up 14-0 at half. Um, and, and, you know, it was a wild week. We had, a, we had one of our guys get, uh, getting back for, for missed the first three games. 
that, that morning, I didn't know if we were going to have probably four out of our six starters due to illness, and just they weren't there all week. So it was, it was a wild ride that, that uh, week. But, um, you know, we were at 14-0, and we knew um, SCM being a team that's, that's just really good and had been there last year deep in the playoffs that they're going to come out and play. So, um, yeah, they, they came and they, they, they swung back, and, and we made some mistakes, but they also did some really good things. But, like I said, I think our, our boys – even if right after the game they were ready to play that, they, they would have played again right then and there. So yeah. so what's practice kind of been like this week? Um, obviously a familiar opponent you guys play, you know, about a month or month and a half ago roughly. Um, what's what's going to be kind of – what adjustments you guys have been making, you know, as you get prepared for Friday night? Yeah, you know, I, I think at this point um, a, a lot of it is teams are who they are. You know, the, the, the reason SEM is undefeated right now is because – they're really good at running the ball and running tight stuff. The, the reason that we are where we are is, is because, you know, we can get our athletes out in space. And so there's little tweaks that you do, but at the same time, you know, you can watch film for, forever and think, okay, should we do this and that? But at the, at the end of the day, the kids have to know and be confident in what they're doing to be able to play fast. So, you know, practice is, it's a lot of the same other than this time change. We have to get done before the, you know, turn the lights on. Um, but... Yeah, just a lot of the a lot of the same stuff, and like I like I said, them being a familiar opponent, um, there's not as much, you know, like with Pawnee, we were, in even Garden County, we were having to learn all new things with Pawn or with SCM. It's it's a lot of the same stuff that we scouted, you know, five six weeks ago, and it's the same, you know, for them. I'm sure. I was gonna say like. Um obviously you talk about you know film and stuff but do you look back on your guys's game from uh, from a coach's standpoint from last time you guys played them or do you kind of look how like SEM did last week up at Stewart you know they only came away with only three touchdown win and only holding them to 28 points I I like you said I talked to you and I talked to my cousin's coach up there and I talked to him and he goes that's pretty impressive to hold the number one team in six man this year to only 28 points and um What's what's kind of been like this week? You've been looking at, like I said, Pat, the past game against them, or do you kind of look at how they kind of did last week and just kind of go from there? Because, like you said, obviously teams go from week from week four to now is a completely different team. Yeah, we've we've been doing a little bit of both. Obviously, yeah. looking at their their past few games, these these playoff games that they've had, but also looking back of just some some adjustments that we can make and and how they line up against some of the stuff that we do. Um, but yeah, I mean, shout out to Tate. Um, I've known him forever up at Stewart, and um, they did a really good job defensively against him, holding yes. the 28. And, and even one of those touchdowns kind of came from a blocked punt that yep. ended up being a, a touchdown. So um, I've known early on that Stewart was a really good team. Um, so I, I, I thought that would be a good game, a physical matchup. But yeah, those two, I mean, as far as matchup goes, you know, we now we have 10 games on the huddle page, you know, so you, you, you have to somewhat pick and choose which ones you're watching and really focusing on. So definitely the Stewart one from last week and, and uh, our previous game with him. I was, say, I was hoping so hard. I was talking to these guys last week about it. I'm hoping that Stewart ended up pulling off and you guys, like you guys did at Pawnee, and I'd be able to go watch, but it didn't happen. But but overall, like you said, you get, a, you get another chance at him this week. So. Yeah, no, I, I actually gave Tate FaceTime to me when they played Southwest because we have played them, and I gave them all sorts of, you know, tips and everything. and All their, all their signals, right? Yeah. <laughs> all their Little signals. Michigan-esque, yeah. yeah. Um, but then they beat them, and I thought, man, maybe I shouldn't have really talked to them all that much if they beat SEM. But, no, Tate's a good guy, and, and happy they had a good season. All right, keys to uh, stopping this team uh, come Friday night. Like you said, you saw them earlier. What are you going to have to do to win this thing? 
yeah, you know, definitely first and foremost, we're, we're going to have to, you know, match up on the line with them. You know, they've just, I think the first game that we played, that it was four weeks in and they had not got out of a tight set at all because they didn't have to. And so if they, they will stay in tight stuff and run at you all game if they can. So we definitely have to be able to play physically with them um, up front and then, and then their play action game once we do that I think that that'll be kind of the next step but offensively I think we just need to find ways to keep getting our athletes out in space we, we just have some really good athletes so just getting those guys in space. I was going to ask how unique you think your offense is with the Rittners and, and you got you know Dagan Orgeson that runs things and you just have some some athletic pieces that you know I was impressed the the first time I saw you guys this year was you know you're doing some give and go stuff and you know I'm not Giving away, you know what you like to run, but it just uh, it is it was kind of you know basketball on turf in in some ways. Yeah, yeah, definitely having the guys that we that we have, it's it's a luxury to you know be able to even at Pawnee we we had our a few guys like Brody Patterson and and Sam Gruel that hadn't done all that much offensively um, this year, um, but. You know, if, if if a team forgets about one of our six guys, we're gonna find them, and and so that's that's what's fun. Like you said, the basketball on on a football field, and the really good six man teams are just good at improvising too. I mean, I'll I'll admit there's a lot of times where, you know, it might not even the the beginning looked like the play call, the end didn't, but we scored. You know, just having those athletes. So, um, yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's a lot of fun. How has your transition gone this year to, to being the head coach? I mean, Cody Whipke was obviously there for a, g a good number of years and, and obviously did some good things, but, you know, here you are and, and you're first, first uh, here and running it, and now you're in the semifinals. Yeah, you know, four years ago when I came to Wilcox-Shildreth and playing eight-man and 11-man and then coaching eight-man to start, six-man was completely foreign. And so these last three years being defensive coordinator, it was – it was, it was hard and it was stressful because at, at the six-man level, the points that you give up, if, you know, if it's 11, if it's 11-man, you're thinking this is terrible. But in, in six, you know, there, you, you have to give some up and just trust your offense to be able to score a lot of times. So definitely having those first three years under Cody Whipke was huge for me, just learning the game and then just being on the defensive side of the ball. And a lot of times I'd just be watching film defensively and just say, like, we really can't defend this, you know. We just have to hope and pray that they mess up, and so that has helped me on the offensive side of the ball too. So, how are those fans down there in Wilcox Hill with treating you? I know a lot of people down that way. They're, they're all right. Oh yeah, yeah, they're great. They're <clears throat> it's it's a great they're great communities to to be a part of, teach at and coach at. So, how has it been, you know, on film having the you know prepare against Cohen Rody? He's one of the one of the better players on that on that roster, and I think. Like you said, Will saw him earlier this year, and I think I saw him once, and that kid is a is a beast. So what's the, kind of the game plan as you're trying to prepare, not only around him, but like you said, at a whole um, SEM defense especially? Yeah, you know, w watching him on film and just having how big he is at, at the six-man level, you really watch film and you just don't know how fast and well he can move until you see him in person. Um, so obviously, you know, running right at the guy is not a smart decision. No. But I think, I think throughout the game, if we can make those guys move sideline to sideline and just in, and really make them run, make them work the entire game, that we're going to start having success. Um, but yeah, like SEM, it's extremely impressive what they've done. They lost a lot of good athletes last yes. year, and um, 
you know, I think preseason, I don't even know if a lot of people had them in the top 10, just like us. And so um, what they're doing and, and being able to run just a power game in six, man, is not always easy. So, yeah, it's it's extremely impressive. He's only a junior, too. That's that's the other yeah, thing. Yeah, don't yeah. remind me. Yeah. <laughs> what, what were your expectations coming into this, this season realistically? I mean, did you expect a semifinal run or was it was it a process that you, you know, developed throughout the season that you're saying, okay, the, the picture's, you know, getting painted this way? Yeah, you know, I, being, being with the kids a lot of the time, teaching them, you know, and, and being able to um, have them in, the, in, like, summer weights and everything, we had a lot of kids that played a lot of sophomores that are now juniors and juniors to seniors that grew just a, a bunch over the summer. Um, and so I knew that we had some good pieces. Um, but I would say right now I think that if you would ask anybody down there that I don't know if they would have thought we'd have this successful of a season. Um, and really the, the SEM, that first game was, was kind of a measuring stick for our, our kids yeah. of saying like, can we play with anybody in the state? You know, we're three and zero, but can we play with anybody in the state? And if we, I, I thought back then, if we match up physically with, with SEM, then we can play with anybody in the state. So, um, you know, we, we definitely had the pieces, um, but everything kind of fell in the right place with kids getting bigger and, and maturing and everything like that. And so, yeah, I'd, I would say I, I definitely wouldn't have guessed that we'd be, we would be here. Yeah. Kind of my kind of, for people that don't know, like the other matchup in D, in the six man ranks with Parkview and uh, Hay Springs, it was Parkview who won it last year against Pawnee 50 to 25. Um, let's say what's what's go with this if they you guys do go on the road and go up to SEM and beat them and, and you're gonna have to wait to either Hay Springs or Parkview and like I said I was talking to my cousin about it. he goes Hay Springs is playing some darn good football right now and against Parkview Christian that's gonna be a tough task making the four or five hour trek I mean what can you for people that don't know about much Parkview and Hay Springs and what you've seen so far just kind of kind of give people kind of what to look forward to and then maybe possibly next Friday night at, at um, Ron Carroll Cope. Yeah, I think on the other side of the bracket, I don't know if you'll ever see a crazier turnaround for two teams in a season. Um, because obviously people are, everyone's talking about Hay Springs and how they lost 80-7 to against Arthur County, then come back and beat them, which is amazing. But people forget, too, that, that Parkview lost to SEM by about 50 or 60 points. And they lost to Pawnee, even though Pawnee had I think six or seven turnovers and gave up a few onsides that game so like the turnarounds that, the, the, that these two teams have had are just unheard of um yeah I think Hay Springs is a really solid ball team I think Parkview has another state championship caliber line like they had last year and I, I, I think maybe they just took a few games to put the pieces together as far as skill guys so I think that'll be a great match, matchup too all right, good luck on uh, Friday night. Pick up another win and maybe uh, play in uh, Carney the following week. Thanks for stopping by. Yep, thanks, guys. All right, we uh, roll on here for the uh, Tribune Tailgate Talk Show. Again, uh, we are live tonight in uh, Minden in the uh, Commons area celebrating the 2023 State Volleyball State Championship won by the Whippets. Again, our, our state tonight brought to you in part by the Minden Exchange Bank, Reynolds Auction and Realty, and Pony Express Ford, all in Minden. So, guys, puts uh, a wrap on the show here tonight. Again, a lot of great things coming up. The uh, State High School football playoffs will continue Friday night. We'll be talking about those uh, next Wednesday when we get together again. 
uh, probably back at our usual time. We had an earlier start tonight because of the uh, parade, but uh, probably our usual time next week at uh, 6 o'clock. We'll certainly let everybody uh, know about it as uh, we broadcast live on Extreme Sports. Absolutely. We'll get that out as soon as we uh, can, and uh, it's going to be another good show. This was a lot of fun. I mean, it was really cool to get to talk with the Whippets and uh, just kind of be a you know, part of this celebration for them. Uh, obviously a huge thing anytime one of our teams can get a championship, and it was a lot of fun. But. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I was a little nervous. You know, <laughs> there, we had we had kind of our first, like, live crowd that was actually maybe paying a, attention to us, you know, wholly, and and so uh, it was a, it was a little little different, but uh, I had a lot of fun, and, and, you know, especially with the players we got to talk to, Maddie Camry, Myla Emery, McKenna Starkey, thank them so much for mm-hmm. everything that they uh they did for us all season, you know, with interviews, and and obviously tonight was was a little different setting, but uh, the same personalities, and so grateful for them to be on here. Coach Julie Racka has been has been amazing all season. She's, you know, not one for a lot of words. She doesn't, you know, like the spotlight. She likes to kind of let the uh, the players do the talking, and and obviously with their play. But um, it's been so fun this year covering Minden, and, and just grateful to to be here and and for them to house us. Glenn, you know, um, coming on as well from Wilcox Hildreth. Um, I've seen a lot of six-man football this year, and, you know, I, I'm probably go up to Sumner too Friday night just for the heck of it, just to have some fun. And that's going to be a good game, I think, Friday night. And, you know, I, like, I can talk to Coach Glenn for hours. You know, he, like I said, he's got some connections with some fam- with some relatives of mine, and, you know, that should be a good game Friday night. And, I, Will, you're going to be there to cover that. And, you know, that's going to be a fun, uh, good semifinal game, probably one of the better semifinals. Uh, games in the state probably this week if not one of them so um, this will be fun and like I said I had a fun time too tonight guys it was good crowd and you know it was pretty rowdy it was a good time and we I think you know it's kind of nice to see that you know and rep, you know and come to Minden and fresh off a of state championship so that was really good timing and and it was a good it was a good time so you guys have both won state championships in different capacities you know you you won a bowling championship Nick won a what, legion baseball championship correct yep um I didn't win anything ever in my life. I've been, I went undefeated one season in high school baseball, summer ball, and that's about it. We didn't ever have a championship, though. So uh, any, anytime, I can, no, anytime I can get around a, a championship team, you know, I've been able to follow St. Cecilia's basketball teams. You know, they've won a, won a few titles. And then uh, Minden was, was another special run that I was blessed to, uh, to follow. So it's been a lot of fun uh, this, this fall season as we close it out here with, with some football playoffs the rest of the way. Again, we'll uh, do it again uh, next Wednesday night and talk about uh, the state uh, football championship game. So we'll get out of here again. Uh, thanks to the uh, Pony Express Ford, to uh, Ronald's Auction, and the Realty and Minden Exchange Bank here in the Minden for having us over. For uh, Will Reynolds, for Nick, for Marcus, I'm Mike Will, wishing you a very pleasant good evening from Minden.